Welcome to Mo Man Talk. I'm your host, Shiso Moa. On today's episode, our guest is a rising star. He once auditioned for Power Ranger, and he did not get the role as a Blue Ranger. However, that did not stop him. He didn't take no for an answer. He got into many other films, just to name a few. The Portrayal, Shekhal Fires, The Cure, and many more. But first, let's take our sponsors, and let's get back to it. Today's sponsor is Collective Vision Fashion. Do you know how to sew? Or are you a fashion designer? This group is seeking for fashion designers and to competing in winning cash prize. Well, if you do, check them out on Facebook at Collective Vision Fashion. Now on to the show. We are super excited today, everyone. Guess what? We have a rising star in the house. This guy's been an actor, a producer, and whooping bad guys on TV. Man, this, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Boom. Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Tell us one thing we do not know about you. Um, so pretty much I'm trying to uh, go for international uh, as an actor, uh, produce my own film and stuff. So one thing is that uh, a lot of people think that uh, I'm just going in for the Hollywood, uh, you know, profession, but actually not because I'm actually trying to uh, uh, try to get my foot, you know, in the, in the door. But uh, if I can't get my foot in the door, I want to go through the side door, you know. So pretty much uh, trying to uh, produce my own movie, pretty much like uh, Donnie Yen and uh, like a Bruce Lee style, because you know we are like minority under minority, and it's hard to get into Hollywood. So <laughs> that's something uh, people don't know about me. <laughs> so. with, with with that being said. You had a quote that says, I believe that in today's age and times, mm-hmm. having a different ethnicity playing a lead role would actually draw more audience and viewers to want to invest in watching your film. Yes, definitely. Because, uh, you know, like Asian has a lot of stereotypes, you know, in Hollywood and stuff uh, nowadays. But uh, I just want to show them that, you know, Fei, uh, Armong and Laotian people can, you know, do the same thing, you know. Uh, but they just gotta see it, you know. They guys give us a chance. That's why I want to create a pathway, which I'm gonna uh, create my own way to get there to show them what we can do, to actually let them, you know, take a peek at us and say, okay, we got some talented uh, people too. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, we'll dive back deeper to that. But we're gonna okay. go much farther back. Let's mm-hmm. take you back where you're growing up. You were you grew up in Laos, right? Let's tell me more about that. Yeah, uh, I grew up in Laos in, uh, in 1990, and uh, we lived in like poverty. Uh, it was a bad time. <laughs> so, yeah, I grew up in the 90s, and my parents didn't have much money. You know, sometimes I can't get go to school. Sometimes I can't because you know no supplies. Sometimes I can't. My parents can't like uh, afford like a uniform. You know, so sometimes I can get to go. Sometimes I can't get to go. So. Yeah, pretty much I grew up in like poverty and stuff. Mm-hmm. You didn't have shoes at all? No shoes, no backpack. Uh, the uniform, sometimes I borrow my cousins, <laughs> you know. So if you don't have uniform, they won't let you go to school. So that's just the rule. So, Ouch, yeah. that's is definitely a deep poverty. Mm-hmm. If there was no what? shoes, what about food? How do you survive? Uh, food, like pretty much like, you know, go fishing but I go fishing he makes like a rice patty you know but it's still not enough so it's 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 hard it, it's a hard living and uh my parents try to do what they can to watch to survive you know 
just farming and stuff. So that that helps out a lot. Mm. You know, with that being said, even school was rough and going through. Did you actually continue going to school into maybe high school and college and, and so so forth? Well, the lucky thing is that my mom, she uh, she was uh, uh, during the Vietnam War, she was lost, and uh, her parents found her parents came to America and then found out that she's still alive. So when I was seven years old, I was fortunate enough to come to USA. So by by saying that, I, I you know I, I got a little bit more education uh, in USA, which I'm I'm pretty glad uh, that I got to USA when I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that that's all done behind the past with the Vietnam War. Oh, you know, my yeah. parents, uh-huh. your parents, mm-hmm. we were all shuffle in that huge, uh-huh. you know, incident. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, can you tell us more about your career path? You know, a why at seven years old and, and here you are now. Can you elaborate more on where that came about and how did you find the passion? Well, pretty much, uh, like I said, when we were in poverty, uh, we didn't have TV. And my grandma always take me, you know, like 10 miles just to a neighbor's house to watch a small TV. So that night it was playing an action movie. Uh, my grandma takes me. I'm like, Grandma, I want to watch more, more action movie. I love it. So she walked me like almost every night, 10 miles. You know, sometimes she put me on her shoulder to go watch, you know, that small TV at the neighbor's house. Uh, and then I told her when we were walking home about midnight, I'm like, Grandma. Um, you know what? One day I'm going to be an, an action star like that guy in the movie and I'm going to buy you a big TV I said, so you don't have to walk me like 10 miles every day. And then that's that's how it started. You know, that it's always in my heart ever since that day. So. <laughs> Your grandma was, was she, she was Laos, right? Yeah, she was uh, Laos. Uh, she was uh, my my mom's adopted uh, mom. So Nia is she's she's my mom's my mom got lost you know during the Vietnam War and then the the little ocean adopted her so that was that was like my step grandma. Uh-huh. At that time, can you give can you can you say it in your native tongue what you mm-hmm. said your grandma that I want to be an actor? Oh, in my native tongue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, exactly what you said to your grandma. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Did your grandma just kind of just laugh at you like, mm, nah. Yeah, my grandma, my grandma's like, oh, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like your grandma like, oh, what are you mad, right? Uh-huh, right? yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, is your grandma still alive to see you in action? Um, Apparently she passed away 2001, so. But uh, I'm still going to fulfill her uh, dream uh, yes. one day. And I'm going to go back to Laos and buy her a big TV and just yes. give it to her. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, exciting. like, that's a lot, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's a lot of TV now, you know. I could, like, tell my cousin to buy and give it to her, but it's not the same as I make a promise when I was a kid. Because I see her that she walked me, like, 10 miles every day just because she knows that I love the action movie. <laughs> so, pretty much, I want to go there and do it myself. <laughs> it's... And only yeah. only experience that you can see, and we can't mm-hmm. see that, right? It's, it's right. A, that's between you and your grandma only, mm-hmm. and only you can have that feeling toward your grandma. Mm. You have, yeah. Rest her all the well, you know. Rest of all well. Mm-hmm. Uh, during these fighting, who did you see? Was it like 
Jackie Chan, who who are you seeing that inspired you? Um, it was uh, I don't know, you know, this show is a it's a TV show. It's called Babunjin. Uh, the guy has the moon on his head. Uh, he's like uh bodyguards like just all red on Clark John like like a uh like a Yin Ta movie. You know, they they okay. wear all those uh the old fashioned Chinese movie with the sword and stuff. So it's called it. If people are like Laotian or Thai people watching this right now, they will know what I'm talking about. It's called Babun Jin. Uh, yeah. They, they actually dubbed it to Hmong. It's called uh, Yelop, Yelop uh, Bawang. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When when I think of Laos and Thai movie mm-hmm. and, and uh, slightly older, not too old, but slightly newer, let's say, fighting mm-hmm. is Ong Bak. Yeah. Ong Bak was... was was badass. <laughs> did you watch that growing up too, or do, do yeah, you Have that, you met uh, the guy as an actor? Well, I mean, like the movie came out like two years, right? And I was in like middle school in two thousand five, and everybody saw it. All my mom friends saw it, and I'm like, "What's on Bak? They're like, "Are you serious? You're Laotian? You're Thai? No." I'm like, no. <laughs> so they gave me the DVDs. I went home, I watched it. I'm like, "Holy crap!" Like, damn. <laughs> so he he inspired me. Uh, he pushed me a little further. So I'm like, okay, if he can do that, I can do that too. <laughs> uh-huh. Speaking of uh, fighting, did you get mm-hmm. into that somehow, or or? Uh, yes, I actually compete for a while. Oh. Uh, the thing is, uh, I got uh, I was trained by my uncle in uh, in Laos a little bit, you know, the traditional Moy Lao style, and with some Ajan uh, with my grandpa's uh, friends. Uh, usually, uh, like ten or twenty percent left of uh the the master over there it's it's more lao more lao is way different from muay thai uh more lao is is uh is something that you don't see nowadays you know you don't see more you only see muay thai but so I, i've been learning more and more lao for like two years with them and then i moved to america and then after america i'm like mm, out of all my cousins 20 of them they're taking the generation of martial arts uh, all my cousins didn't want to take it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, take it after my grandpa. So I, I took Muay Lao and then uh, I blended with Muay Thai. So we went to Atlanta, Georgia in 1999 and learned from my uncle Muay Thai. He does Muay Thai. And so that's my background, Muay Lao, Muay Thai. And then uh, after that, I came back to Wisconsin. Uh, in high school, I did some wrestling, uh, some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and boxing because i'm like hmm, i'm like i'm like boosting i was watching boosting more i'm like okay i know i can do stand up but what if they take me to the ground like okay you know like i'm, I'm gonna be done right you know so I'm, i just want to keep open mind so i'm like okay i'm gonna learn everything, learn everything. <laughs> so after once i learned everything uh i uh actually compete mm-hmm. so i've been competing when uh, i was 15 Yes. So 15 all the way until 25 years old. And I, I retired at 25. So pretty much about 10 years of competing. <laughs> Did you get to the point in your, your, your fighting career, you got to a pro? Uh, yeah. Uh, How I got far? To the point, uh, I got to the point where like uh, three fights. So after that, I'm like, it, it's just not for me. You know, I, I, I don't want to be like uh, known as like a, a fighter or a champion. I mean, I love martial art. I love fighting, but it's just that I, I don't want to hurt people no more. You know, <laughs> it's like, man, like I, I want to be an action star to help people, not to hurt people. So I actually changed my mind. I'm like, hmm, you know, uh, if I want to be an actor, I have to uh, make a living because being an actor is, is hard. 
So I actually opened up a gym. And then I taught Muay Thai uh, in West Wing for a while, for about five years. And that kept me through my, my acting career, that, which got me today. <laughs> so, so you opened this business to uh-huh. teach Muay Thai. At the mm-hmm. same time, you were pursuing acting as well? Um, I actually uh, opened a business for three years, saving up money so that I can, you know, be an actor. So about, I went the business for three years and then the two years I pursued my acting career. So pretty much five years while running the, the business, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I'm surprised with jiu-jitsu, wrestling, Muay Thai, like, uh-huh. Muay Lao. Like, I'm surprised, like, dude, I'm surprised you're not an MMA fighter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like training, said, man. No. Like, wow, they, you're uh-huh. the next MMA fighter, man. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I, I, I would love to pursue my career, and I still miss it because it, it's in my blood, too. But it's just, it's just not me, you know. It's, I want to be something else, you know. It just, you know, it. sometimes I'm like, hmm. Like, like right now, I, I close up my gym because I know it's not for me. You know, I love teaching, you know. I love uh, teaching kids. Uh, I love taking my fighters to go fight. I love the competition. But it's just, I can't sleep at night thinking of like, okay, I want, there's a major goal that I want to succeed, you know, instead. So I actually shut down my gym. I actually have two gyms, two Muay Thai gyms. I have one in uh, Sheboygan and then one in Appleton. So I actually shut them both down just to, be focused on filmmaking and being an actor. <laughs> so, where where did you are you married now? Uh yes. Mm-hmm. When did that all start? I mean, how, with the busy life of of you know, in, you know, being in the gym and stuff. Like, how did you even meet a woman? I'm like, how did y'all meet? Uh-huh. So pretty much, I was running my gym for about uh four years, and then uh uh, because I didn't I didn't have any relationship. Like, it's, it's you know, it's. Busy, you know, busy to run your life, and then you go compete. You take your uh, students to compete. You gotta do the business side. Uh, but then I'm like, ah, you know, I'm getting lonely, so I'm like, okay, I met my wife on Facebook. <laughs> so <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> Good old social no, media. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess she was like, uh, follow me for two years. I didn't even know she was on my Facebook. She was like following me for two years, and I'm like, hmm. She looks cute. So I'm like, hey, hi. She's like, hi. I've been your fans for two years now. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and here she is, your wife now. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, man. With the gym closed, you are mm-hmm. moving on into, you know, you're married now and now with mm-hmm. acting. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting, man. Can you uh, tell me uh-huh. more about that as far as like turning that transition now, you know, into an actor when you said, no, no more fighting. Tell us, mm-hmm. tell us that. And where, where did you pick up your first gig and so forth? Um, well, when I was fighting, uh, I knew that, you know, I could take the pain and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I want to be a stuntman. So, because if I can take a pain and I saw like, uh, they have uh, a list, uh, they were uh audition for power ranger so oh, power yeah. ranger like uh like the beast morph of power ranger like wow and you had an yeah, audition for it yeah i went audition for it um uh, I, I actually auditioned for it and then uh man. uh i was this close <laughs> man if you would have so, been the red ranger i would have been the biggest fan <laughs> ever <laughs> yeah so like 
I, I think I, it was going for, I didn't tell me what ninja I was, but I have a sense that it, it was uh, the blue ninja. Okay. Because uh, I was watching Netflix the other day. I'm like, oh, okay. So who played the blue ninja? It was uh, this guy named Jasmine. And his mom is Asian, but he's India, you know? So I'm like, oh, I think they want me to play that person. But the thing is, uh, I didn't have like representation, you know? So, but I pretty much got to the point where I, I talked with the director, like, like the the, uh, the director of that uh, the show. And she's like, okay, you only have one more to go. And then you just get, just get, get, get past the producer. So, so it's just me left, just me and him out of a thousand people, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and then the producer is like, ah, we don't go with that guy instead because he got more um, experience, acting experience and more uh, representation. So by talking about that, I didn't get it. And I was devastated. I'm like, oh man, I was, it's close. But I'm like, ah, it's fine. After that, okay. yeah, after that, people saw, saw what I've been going through. And then uh, a lot of directors, you know, in Chicago, a lot of producers are like, hey, man, I see you've been going through that Power Ranger. I see your, your action demo wheel. I want you to be a stuntman. That's how I started to be a stuntman. So, so they reached I, out to you. Yeah, they reached That's out to That's a me, good so. problem to have. That's a better problem right. to have. Yeah. So just because of the Power Ranger, I, I get to be a stuntman for, for a lot of film. <laughs> so the first uh, film I did was a fan film. It was like a $60,000 uh, budget. Uh, it's called uh, G.I. Joe, Crimson Archer. Uh, I, I get to play Snake Eye, so. <laughs> Wait, you were the yeah. Snake Eye? Yeah, Snake Eye, yeah. No way! <laughs> Wait, That's so yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, I could always sing you the trailer later, you know. So is, but, uh, so is that your first ever big break? Yeah. Stop, yeah. Play so stop, the first yeah. stunt man in, yep. in G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. And you were playing Snake Eye. Yes. Your first uh-huh. big break. I do. How did you feel, man? You're like, I can't. Well, I got the role. I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like uh, it's not the GI Joe, GI Joe, but it's like a fan film. But yeah, the budget is pretty huge, you know. And but I'm like, oh my god, like really, like is this for real, you know? So I mean, I got it, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. So after I did that, and then I connect with more people on set. And then more people, more people, you know, like networking and like, hey, I want you. I want you, man. You, you're pretty good. I said, I like you. And then so on, so on. I get a lot of gigs, <laughs> but I, it never show my face, you know. So when I get like, uh, I do stunts for like, uh, sometimes I do stunts uh, for like Chicago Fire uh, in Chicago. Sometimes I do stunts for, uh, you know, just in the background and stuff. But I'm like, damn, OK, I did stunts. Uh, I want to be something else. I want to show my face. So I asked uh, the producer, I'm like, hey, can I show my face? Like, I want to show my face. Okay, then you could be an extra. So I got connection, and then I became an extra. Uh, first show on uh, Chicago Fire, uh, they actually showed my face and everything. So I was, like, happy because people was like, hey, is this your first time here? I'm like, yeah, it's my first time on a big, big budget in Chicago. Uh, they're like, wow, they already show your face on TV, like on NBC. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, holy crap, I'm in this for like four years and they never show my face. I'm like, I'm so blessed. <laughs> How long did that take for, for the day till you, mm. you got there? Like a year, two years, five years? Oh, how long before I got to that to be an actor? Uh, yeah. One year. Yeah. Within one year. one year. And then you, yeah. you have uh-huh. friends are saying that like they took them four or five and they still won't even yep. let them. 
be no. the extra, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. As so, you wow, as you were climbing through there and networking, mm-hmm. was there people that you met that you were inspired by? Oh yeah, a lot. Okay. Uh, I met a lot of uh professional actors like Brian T. We took we we shake hands, I eat with him, took a picture with him. Uh you know Brian T, right? Uh, the mutant ninja turtle mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I mean, watching that cool. stuff man yeah, <laughs> I that cool. stuff. yeah i mean that guy was like cool man i i ate with him like almost every day on set and then uh i met uh oliver platt i met like all those chicago act acting actress like so what i like is i i like to observe them you know as an extra i'm like oh damn wow that's that's how you act you know that's how they do and I'm like, okay, this is way better than taking acting class. So I never took acting class. <laughs> That's why I, I'm always like, okay, if you need me, I come as an extra. You know, you don't even have to pay me. I said, because on set with professional, that's my acting class. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. So you never went to school for this? No, I, ne- I never went to school no for acting. acting. No, no college stuff for that? Nothing, literally. Uh-uh, no. I actually got it, you know, like uh, learning from the professionals instead, like hands-on, watch them. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the walk I went through. Mm-hmm. During, the, during the stunt, where, 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 was there an incident that you messed up bad? Like you missed the jump, you missed the kick. Can you tell us what? Um, I actually never uh, missed one because I, I love it so much. Sometimes, like, uh, I live in Appleton. Sometimes they, they call me up tomorrow, hey. You need to be here at uh, 5 a.m. So I have to leave my house at like 12 p.m. I mean, 12 midnight. It takes like three or four hours to get there. And, you know, watch hour at 4 a.m. So I have to get there like I have to wake up five hours ahead of time just to get there. Sometimes I get there, I just, you know, like sleep in my car and wait until they start. <laughs> you know, so pretty much I only got like two, three hours sleep, you know, because I want it so much. So I, I, I just I never I never was late on set. <laughs> So, yeah, I think if you love it so much, you know, it, you know, it's it become a second nature. You know? <laughs> was so it seemed like there was. You sure there was no mistake that you made at all? Maybe, not at all. Uh, huh? Wow. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. See Man, you yet. must be really good just doing stunts and kicking and because <laughs> you know I. Wow, it's just amazing, you know, to do all those stunts. Mm-hmm. How do you handle the stamina when they say, nope, do it again? Nope, it's oh, not going to yeah. do it again. I mean, how long well, can you go? You know, because like, you know, it's yeah. got to be repetition. Like, nope, uh-huh. do it again. Yeah. You know, the director I mean, tells you to do it, you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to, you know, I want to thank, I want to thank you to uh, martial art because it actually prepared me for this, you know, because when, when we fight, you have to have stamina, you have to have endurance. So that actually helped me because uh, more time, more loud actually helped me breathe. You know, they ha- actually show me how to breathe, how to control your breathing, and you can go on forever and forever. So it- it's just like second nature to me. <laughs> uh, cool. It's the only thing, the only thing hard is uh, to remember the choreography. That's it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But the stamina is just like second nature to me. <laughs> I mean, what is the most interesting and exciting project that you, you work? Like you're working, work- you working on or you worked on? Um, the most exciting one is I, we, we just finished filming, uh, the queue. That's what's the most exciting one. Uh, cause all the experience I have, and now I have, I have a stunt team and my team are great at action. And that actually helped my movie, uh, you know, 
more advanced, you know, more way better than the, the film that I have shot before. So I made about five short films and it, you know, when you start off, it wasn't that great. <laughs> but in uh, the fourth and the fifth one right now that I'm doing, I think this one is going to hit big. So it's. I look yeah. forward to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You have a stunt team that's named after you now, Doom. Yeah, Tomb. Yeah, it's called Tomb Stunt Team. Yep. So, Man, we, we have how many guys and girls who are, are with you? Um, I have, uh, let me see, I have seven guys. And then I have uh, two girls. And then I have a marketing team for my stunt team, uh, which I have two girls and uh, three guys for my marketing team. Mm. And this was getting shot for, what, what film was this called again? Uh oh, so this film was it's called a Q and Betrayal. A Q, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys were stunt doubles for them, correct? Um, no, actually it's at my own production, my own movie. Oh, got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Got yeah. it. So we do we do our own stunts. So, got it. I got yeah, it. I, I thought they're two yeah. separate entities, but no, it was oh, you, no. the the, yeah. the producer, the director, mm-hmm. and now the stunt team all put together. So this correct. is gonna yep. be man, can you give us a little bit teaser of it? Uh yeah, it, it's actually on YouTube. Yeah, cool. We'll uh, uh, we'll put the link for those who are listening. We'll put the link and uh, below, yeah. and so you guys can check it out on YouTube uh, mm-hmm. for all the stunts and all the, um, the action. Yeah, the Kia we won uh, Hollywood Gold Award for best action. Nice. So that, yeah, that was uh, something that uh, opened my mind up, my eyes up, and be like, oh wow, you know, out of a thousand uh, competition uh, for action, and we won uh, the award. So I'm like, dang, we were supposed to go to a wet carpet. For that because we won the award for the best action and then uh, the film festival and then the COVID hit and then mm. yeah you know they just sent me a trophy that's it <laughs> and it's, there's it's always it. next time yeah always next time yep mm-hmm. uh let's go back to the quote you said in the beginning that I rephrased what's your expectation and what's your bias will we see more diversity as let's say Asian like for example, like you know, do more than Mulan, right? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. and you know, Donnie has been doing it for a while. Same with Jackie 